to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the block on a Wednesday, and we are excited uh, for a new little uh, special we're doing, and it's going to be called here AAU Basketball System Error or Parents Gone Wild, as things uh, seem to be getting out of control a little bit in the AAU realm. So, Strick, uh, with that, I'll hand it to you and let you introduce uh, our guest for this uh, this segment. Yeah, one of the things that I want everybody and our listeners to understand and know as well is that this is, this is part one. Uh, this is not something that we would be able to address in one segment. We're going to try to bring others uh, to the fold as well. But as of right now, we have uh, two fathers that have uh, been through the system, have watched the system uh, in its how early parts of its exception, where it started off in, a, as a, in, a, in the smaller realm of it and then grew to become what it's become today. And uh, these two gentlemen that are joining us are going to talk about it. And we're going to, we're going to start the conversation that uh, our parents gone wild or is this a system error and it can it be corrected uh can it be changed can it be adjusted so joining us on the block right now my two guests bach and i on the block with stricken bach is greg hepburn and cluster johnson thanks for joining gentlemen we appreciate you for taking the time to come on with us today absolutely absolutely thanks for having us appreciate you having me yes sir so uh first of all i want to start the, the the question as being a parent um, and watching both sides, both you, let's start with you, Greg, being a parent and a coach who, all, uh, who operates in the system, uh, seeing some of these dynamics from the beginning of its inception and now to where it's become today, taking your sons through it and uh, mm-hmm. getting an opportunity to also work with parents and watch and observe in different parts of the country where you're starting to see this dynamics of tension in the air between uh, coaches, referees, staff, and all these different things in these different locations. Is this a system error? Are the parents going wild? Or is it some part that uh, can be corrected and be changed as we're dealing with the AAU space? What you think? Man, you know, that's a a very loaded question. But um, as far as whether it is a system error or um, if it is parents, uh, the answer is yes. (laughs) <laughs> to both of them you know i think it's a little mm-hmm. bit of everything you know i think that one just our our society you know uh after coming out of covid you know just mental health issues and you know um um uh, behavioral issues that come out of it uh is that's a huge part of it because in 2019 you know you have 19 to 20 percent of adults in this country who um you know, were claiming to have had some type of depression or some type of anxiety-based uh, illness. Well, during COVID, it spiked up to over 50%. And, you know, as of last May, we're down to a little bit over 30%. So that's a significant increase. But then you take that and you throw it into the craziness that um, AAU has already, you know, kind of manifested itself into, um, you know, where you have officials um, who are not necessarily proficient in um, their craft, um, but still out there. Um, You know, you have kids getting hurt. You know, you have, you know, unfair things that are going on because you have officials don't really understand the game, but they're out there because of opportunity, you know, from um, 
AAU programs or from, you know, the tournament directors who are just trying to fill vacancies because of the demand that's out there, you know. So you have those things, and then you have, you know, the chatter going back and forth between parents on the sidelines, you know, and then you have, you know, kids who have these dreams and goals of, you know, uh, becoming a uh, collegiate athlete, and a lot of them Division One athletes is what they're uh, trying to pursue, and then parents trying to do whatever they can, you know, to help um, them achieve that. And I think it's just a Molotov cocktail, you know, for all these things that we've been seeing in terms of, you know, parents fighting, players fighting, now officials coming into the mix and fighting back from over the past year or so being attacked, you know. So I think it's just a perfect a perfect mix or medley for what we're starting to see. And then you add the element of social media to it, you know, where it's easy access. And then, you know, more importantly, I think that one of the biggest human needs is attention, you know, and then, you know, you have people that are getting attention. I think it's just a perfect formula for all of that. So, yeah, Cluster, so with that, you know, being a parent also that has – coached in in the space and have watched coaches uh along those lines um do you feel as you've watched your kids come through the system as well do you think that it's 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 a pressure that comes with trying to elevate and promote as as greg alluded to in the um, social media uh time that we find ourselves in and there's an over promotion or an over hype to try to get your kid in there and, 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 you know, your brother is a, is a referee. And so you have those conversations, I'm sure, about what, what they're able to put forth as well. Do you want to address that in, in a similar manner? Absolutely. I'll double down on everything that Greg said. Obviously, I could, I could see all of those things transpiring. Uh, obviously, coming out of COVID and all of those things that, that can do to the, the human mind and the human body. Mm-hmm. But what I have really... Uh, really there's no simple answer to this there's no (laughs) simple solutions but what i've seen is the mindset okay the mindset of coaches the mindset of the kids and the mindset of the parents um you know everybody thinks their kid is great everybody (laughs) thinks they got the next jordan everybody (laughs) thinks they got the next you know that next great kid so when they send their kids out to to play in these tournaments and these games, this is the this is their world. Their world is poured into this. So their their mind is telling them if they're wrong, if something is going wrong, you're doing something personally to me and my family. You're, yeah. you're making food off of my plate. Yeah. And and at the end of the day it ain't that serious. It really ain't that serious because the mindset should be getting better, playing games, having fun, working mm-hmm. on technique. And and then uh, on top of what Greg is saying, you know, you got the referees who may not be as polished. So mm-hmm. it's just like you said, it's a cocktail of things going on at once, but I, but I I really feel like it's the mindset of the parents and the kids. They got to go in thinking, hey, listen, there ain't no rankings in the paper. We're right. not getting a scholarship tomorrow, you know, especially with the younger kids. But uh, I know some can, but for the most part, statistically, it ain't coming until you get a little older. Yep. But as a younger kid, you need to focus on getting better. 
and 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 being coachable and listening to referees and and you know just learning how to play the game. So so me being a former referee, I can I, I can I can attest that there is a lack of high quality referees in this space. And, and, and let me tell you why most of them don't do it is they don't want the headaches that come with dealing with also uh, mm. high school coach or coaches that really don't also know the game. Cause in the same manner, there's a lot of coaches, a lot of parents, uh, they're doing it for the good of their their kids or whatever the case may be. There's a lot of money that's involved in this space too. There's there's yeah. some money that comes with having yeah. these these top tier AAU teams, so forth and so on as well. And 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 so with that, they don't want to also as a referee deal with some of the uh, lack of understanding of the game that they must deal with also um, because there's not a lot of teaching really and training can. in that. But Let I want you to to address. Go ahead. Knowing, knowing the game means something different to everybody. That's the thing. Everybody thinks they know the game, but they know it in their way. And I feel that when referees, the experienced referees will come to the coaches before the game starts and kind of will give an outline of what they're going to try to do. Mm. There's A lot of that is missing. I think a lot of that mm-hmm. is missing in the game. Like, hey, we're going to let them play a little bit. We're going to watch this. We're going to do this. You know, and I just think if refs did that a little bit more, it, it would help. I think, too, when you're talking about that, I, I, I think that there there isn't a lot of upfront work. And what ends up happening is there's not enough refs, so refs end up working long days. And it would be no different yes. in any any type of work environment that as you get later in the time of, of exerted activity that your mind begins to fog and it gets to a point where you just want to get through the game and therefore you're just letting stuff happen. And I think that's where a problem comes as well um, when you're dealing with that. And, and, and so there needs to uh, be um, a, a better solution in that space as to how to handle that. I, I, I think yeah, um, yeah. one other question is, do you think that um, the, 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 there's a lack of security because, you know, let me just be honest. I mean, when, when I can see, for example, I can see and understand how the, the melee or, or what they call the, um, uh, the Detroit, what, what do they call it? Malice of uh, the Palace. Malice in the Palace. I can see how the Malice in the Palace happened because yeah. just two years or so before that, I was there playing with the Boston Celtics. Um, we're walking out, we're beating the brakes off of uh, Detroit in the second <laughs> round before we went to the conference finals. We beat them, I think, 4-1. And, and um, next thing you know, I'm walking out the tunnel at halftime and somebody throws a beer on me. Like, just walking out the tunnel. So I almost climb up, just a reaction, just a natural reaction. Yeah. So I can understand, I can understand what Ron Ortez, aka Meta World Peace, went through. I climbed up yeah, no. and I'm about to go into the stands and I'm looking around. I'm like, where's security? You know, where, mm-hmm. what's going on? Like, I can see how stuff jumps off. Do you think there should be a more of a security press? I know you don't like to have that in that type of element, but I also see that there's a lack of security in these things popping up. Cause I've also heard that guns have been in different situations, been popping off. I know in Duncanville that happened. Uh, so, yep. you know, tell me about that. Both y'all. 
Go ahead. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think that um, – and, and we did at the venue that I was at this past weekend. There was a heavier security presence that I um, that I, uh, I noticed um, from what I have seen even this past year. Um, and I think that's a, a, a direct function of, you know, the things that have been occurring. But – I don't know that um, a security presence is enough. You know, I think it's got to be a law enforcement presence, to be honest with you. Right, uh, right. Because they're still going to act a fool, you know, until they understand that um, there are going to be legal ramifications involved with it, that they're not going to be able to flee from um, or escape from as as easily as if it was just a security presence. You know, I think that's the first component of it, you know, but you have to just kind of go back uh, into, uh, you know, the, the mindset of what a lot of these parents are. Like, I think, you know, both you guys hit on it. You know, there there are some security issues internally that uh, people are dealing with. There are some, um, you know, some, some um, lack of understanding issues that people are dealing with. And then, you know, just not feeling security of, well, my kid's going to have this opportunity to play at the collegiate level, because that's the other component of a lot of this is that because coaches uh, that are at the college level have the um, the the transfer portal, have you know prep schools and have uh, junior colleges to divert to. Now the offers aren't coming as readily available for the high school level, and so that's putting you know now we're now into really year uh, mm. two or three of this. You know because it really started with class of twenty one, twenty twos experienced it last summer, and now the twenty threes you know, are experiencing it. So, you know, they college coaches don't have to um, really concede those offers. And as a result of that, I think it's just creating a lot more anxiety, which is leading mm. to a lot of this tension, you know. And so, mm. you know, it's multifaceted. You know, it's, it's um, you know, the, the COVID piece. It is, you know, the recruitment piece. It's the mental health piece. You know, and then the one you hit on, which to me is the driving force, is this the financial piece? Because, you know, people are, are aware of, you know, how lucrative it is to host these venues now. And so they are just putting these venues together. And, and I'm certain that, you know, nobody goes into this like thinking, hey, you know, there's going to be a fight or, hey, you know, uh, we don't want there to be a fight. And these are the things that are going to have to happen. But they don't understand that the atmosphere that's being created is a direct correlation to that. Class, do you want to dig into this? Is this a, is this a depth question for you? Because if so, we'll take a break and we'll come back and, and let you tackle it. But uh, if you, if you have uh, something you'd like to say before the break, that, that would be okay. Also. No, we can take a break. All right. Uh, listen, Hey, it's hot on the block right now. We're having AAU talk. Is it parents going wild or a system error? We'll come back and and listen, we would normally have shootout with Strick, but Strick don't want to shoot right now. I want to let this conversation continue. We're going to continue this uh, conversation. We'll do shootout in the second hour, and uh, we'll come back. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. E. Strick and Jake Bakovin right here on the block. We'll be back after this.